Sports Ethos listeners, pew, pew, pew. welcome to Jared and Jared Supermax, a real cap fantasy NBA podcast. Uh, we call it Salary League. Call whatever you want. We're using real numbers on real players for fictional fantasy points that different websites and leagues come up with based on their real stats. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Jared Russo, and I am here with Jared Ross King. Hello. A surprising number of people on Twitter um, have been redirected by our boss, Dan Bespris, to our podcast. So if you are new and listening, hello, welcome. Uh, There are lots of pods in the bank. I think a good portion of them are sort of evergreen, so you can listen to them independent of when we recorded them. Um. A lot of the early ones just kind of talk about the concept and the sort of general philosophy and how to structure a league. And uh, some recent ones, I feel like you can you can jump in, dive in and listen to and uh, hit us up on Twitter and let us know your thoughts and feedback. Because if anyone asks us a question on Twitter at Jared Russo or at Jared Ross King, um, we will answer it on the podcast. Isn't that right? That's 100 percent correct. We'll so totally do that. We've gotten none yet. One day. Well, I mean, we just asked for it, so. The dozens of you listeners out there. I know you're out there. There's at least 20 people. And they're, it's probably the same person listening 20 times. Anyway. Uh, yeah, me you, making sure the recording's up. Yeah, exactly. Did you, uh, the last time we spoke was the night before the Super Bowl. And uh, uh, near the end of our podcast, for those who don't know, I, everything's recorded onto my computer. Uh, I then send it to Jared. It's up. It's uh, edited, uploaded, and then you guys hear that product. Uh, but about ninety-five percent of the way through the podcast, I lost power. So all of a sudden, if you listen to the episode, it's just all of a sudden, just it abruptly stops, and then Jared comes in and 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 finishes it out. Um. But since that time, we didn't get to do a two-goal prediction, which I wanted to do, and I was going to pick the Rams. But Yeah, I was going to pick the Rams, too. We, we yeah, talked about this. It, it made too much sense. Um, it, it was a lot closer game than I expected, though, and the halftime show was great. Uh, and then this past weekend was the NBA All-Star Weekend. Um, I'm going to break it down because I unfortunately watched the entire thing, um, and someone else here did not. Uh, I actually like what they did with the Rising Stars. It's like a little tournament-style thing. Everybody's playing pretty hard. That was actually a lot of fun to watch. Um, You go into Saturday night, which is always – well, not always, but for quite a while it's been skills challenge, three-point slam dunk. And that is the order one to three of how entertaining they were. Uh, Skills challenge was actually really entertaining. Um, It's the best I think it's ever been. Uh, The three-point is the exact same it's ever been. And the slam dunk was, as I told you earlier, borderline unwatchable, uh, despite the fact your favorite player in the NBA, Obi Toppin, won. Um, and then we go to the uh, actual All-Star Game Sunday night. That was actually fun. Um, a lot of fun, especially because of the fourth quarter and they're like actually playing for, for the win. Um, just, I enjoyed the game. That was the thing I enjoyed the most. Um, but yeah, all of that has happened since the last time we spoke. And uh, now we're here. There's the second half of the season begins Thursday night. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday night. And uh, we'll get some new faces. We'll start showing up. James Harden uh, is making his Sixers debut. 
which is still kind of weird to say, um, on Friday nights. Uh, and the and my magic of playing the biggest game of the season against the Rockets on Friday night as well. That's no one cares about that game except maybe me. Um, anyway, that's where we are right now. That was a quick recap of the things I watched and you didn't. Um, but I, I feel like you have some stuff planned for tonight. Yes, I do. So when your power went out, we were discussing the standings. Um, I guess. Oh wow, they're honking out there. Um, I guess in time, a, let's go. In a, in a in a general sort of like just like NBA way, I, I don't think we were necessarily like. I guess we were trying to suss out like what teams are trying to make a push for the playoffs, and it was like trade deadline time because uh, it's been like a good while since we've posted an episode. So we were trying to ascertain like if looking at the standings was, was like helpful in any way. And because uh, some of these like like where teams are based on their level of talent, like is bizarre to me. But um, I was thinking we could do a game show and then maybe we'll get to the standings later if oh, we, we were out of the time. A game. OK, well, I don't know what the content of this game show is. So, uh, you, you know, just throw it at me and I'll see what happens. It's time to play Drop Them or Bop Them. Okay, hang on. Drop Them or Bop Them? Is that the name of it? Drop Them or Bop Them. That was the best I could come up with. Okay, all right. No, that's, uh, yeah, okay, great. Totally. You're either going to tell me to drop this player in a league or Bop them, which I guess is our way of saying you keep him. So two honks, from what I heard, two honks is drop them and one honk is bop them. Ignore the honking outside of my window. I live in New York City. <laughs> it is very loud, and there's no way for me to mute my mic while I'm talking. That would be completely counterproductive. All right, go ahead. Drop them, bop them. Let's go. I have a list up. We use ESPN. I think their user interface is much better than Yahoo. Do not add me about that. I have a ESPN list of every player who is deemed eligible to be on IR right now. That's going to be a long list, but continue. Well, there are people who we know are not coming back this season. Like, I don't have to t- tell you about, like, let me look at this list. Like, Eric Bledsoe. Portland Trailblazers, Eric Bledsoe. Yeah, we don't need to talk about him. I don't think. We don't need to talk about Joe Ingles. He's out for the whole year. We don't have to talk about Colin Sexton. He's out for the whole year. Um, you know what I mean? Like, Kawhi Leonard, like, he's John- not coming back. Jonathan Isaac. We can stop talking about him altogether. Yeah, really. Uh, but let's get through some people who might come back and whether or not you would drop them uh, in a theoretical case in which someone has this person uh, like Bradley Beals out for the whole year. So like that's moved. So let's, let's get to some people who have a shot of coming back. There's only like 20, 20 something games left, right? That's correct. Uh, I believe the playoffs start. I think it's seven weeks from playoffs. tomorrow. Playoffs. Is that correct? Or, or the season ends uh, in, in about seven weeks, something like that. When do the fantasy there's, playoffs there's, start for people? Less than two months. Uh, God, you know what? I don't know. Cause we don't like have playoffs now? in the league right now. Yeah, we're we're think, not in a playoff league anymore, but like we were. I would think 
playoffs start like in the next couple of weeks by mid March during the playoffs. Yeah. I think it's like, yeah, something like that. Um, James Harden is listed as out, but he's making his debut. Anthony Davis, drop him or bop him. Um, He'll be back in four weeks. Is that enough? Or cup eight? It, it depends on what on what you – if you feel very confident about your roster and you have the cap space to bring on Anthony Davis, um, I would. If you already are kind of like semi-locked into a playoff spot. Um, because – Really, if he comes in and doesn't perform well for two games, you can drop him. There's going to be somebody you can plug in real quick. Uh, That's not that an position. answer. Drop him or bop him. There, there needs to be a definitive uh, yes, no. He'll be back in four well, weeks, quote-unquote. Four weeks, quote-unquote. Drop him. Thank you. I feel like that's the right answer. Just just get rid of him. Use the cap on someone who's healthy. We're in the yeah. push now. We're, we're in the end game, yeah. as Dr. Strange once said. Yep. And then he disappeared. Spoiler alert. Game back. Uh. Kevin Durant, drop him or bop him? Bop him. If You're he, keeping like, Kevin Durant? He's supposed to be back in, in, I believe, two to three weeks from now. Is that correct? Am I wrong in saying that? Kevin Durant has a small chance of returning immediately after the All-Star break. This was reported like a week ago. So, okay, within two weeks seems very reasonable then. Um from now because the all-star break ends effectively on Thursday. Uh, no, I would, because if he's out there, you know, he doesn't have Harden really dominating the ball. He's only had Kyrie half the time dominating, trying to dominate the ball. Put Durant in there. Like, like he's really, really, really good. I mean, if, if he played the entire season, he's contending for MVP, right? If he's not yeah. hurt, he's, he's a top three MVP candidate, but obviously the injuries are going to completely can like uh, prevent that from happening. I think there are too many players who are too skinny and get hurt a lot, i.e. Anthony Davis and Kevin Durant. And there are too many players who are fat and get hurt, i.e. Luca and Zion. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I mean, I don't even know if you can say Zion gets hurt a lot. It's just a constant. Damn. Like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Man. Is it eerie that him, him and uh, Greg Oden have played like basically the same amount of games in the first three years of their careers? It's it's very it's That's not spooky. a great sign. No, it's not. Uh, we had a conversation, and I'm going to bring this up real quick in our uh, in our mm-hmm. league chat the other day. We were talking about the worst contracts, and you and I both brought up the point that we kind of came to a conclusion that Jimmy Butler's is the worst when you look at what the years that are left, the money that is left that if any team were to trade for that, then they'd be paying him, I think it's 52 or 53 million. 55. 55 when he's 36. Um, he's not going to be anywhere near the player he is right now. It's a far worse deal right now in this moment in February of 2022 than John Wall or Russell Westbrook. And, uh, and somebody mentioned that when James Harden signs a new deal, that'll be the worst contract. And I quickly posited that, when Zion signs a new max contract, because somebody is going to, if he plays it all the next uh, season and a half, somebody's going to give him a max contract and he's not going to be able to stay on the court. He's already shown this injury history, but somebody's going to get too excited about the possibility and give him all the money. So you're saying drop Zion? No, oh, this is, this, that's dumb. He's on an IR slot in our league. Someone still has him. 
Yeah, but he's on a rookie deal too. So I mean, if he comes back and you can get four games out of him, that's not a bad deal. It's not that's not, that's a not ton that's of cap space. The, the team literally game. doesn't know where he it's, is. It's not going to. Ha- you're 100 right though. It's not going to happen. But I'm saying in a world where maybe he does do that, great. But it's not going to. He's not coming back this season. He may never play for the Pelicans again. I don't. I don't know if the Pelicans ever play a game ever again after the season. Um, Chris Paul, drop him. Yeah, I'm not even giving you another option. Chris Paul's done for the rest of the regular season. I they think there were reports he could come back for like a few days before. But like, well, the 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 report over the All Star break was six to eight weeks. They're going to reevaluate him, and at that point, the season was ending in yeah seven and a half weeks. So it, it's basically he might play the last few games of the season. That's your best best uh, scenario, best case scenario. Uh, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Damian Lillard, drop them all. Yeah, that's easy. Drop them all. Here's a really interesting one. All right. Because I think most of these are going to end up being drops, like Michael Porter Jr. and, and you know, whoever. The most fascinating one is a, is a predicament that uh, one of the leaders in our league, and I, in a different league, have this problem. Shea Gilgis-Alexander has been on IR for a, a number of weeks and there's really no report. And I fear like, I feel like the thunder and I fear they're just going to shut him down, dude. Uh, Drop yeah, him or bop This him. happened, this happened last season, right? Where they, near the end of the season, they just kind of shut him down. I, I feel like, especially the way Giddy's playing, they're just going to let him kind of take over for the rest of the season. There's no reason to rush Jay Gilbert Alexander back. You're not going to be competing for even a playing game at this point. Um, drop him Ooh. unless you're in some sort of unless you're in some sort of keeper league type thing which we're not um, as long as you're in a redraft then then drop him what's interesting is that i i am the leader in this other league and i have malcolm brogdon who's been on ir but i think is close to returning and i'm like boy should i like he is. put brogdon on ir get rid of shay add another dude be a little more flexible but I'm, I'm so far in the lead that, like, I, I feel like I can just kind of, like, wait until the fantasy playoffs. Um, actually, you know what? I'm going to answer my own god darn question. When do the fantasy <laughs> playoffs start? I'm just going to click on this other league whose team name is Josh Giddy Up because I have him, and I'm going to find out when the fantasy playoffs are. How's that sound? While you're looking that up, I do have to say, if you follow Jared Russo on Twitter, you'll see some of the most creative names based on the player that he's just picked up. Every week he has a new new uh, team try. name. It's not even every week. It's sometimes like three or four times a week. Um, mm, it's not that often anymore. It used to be a lot. But uh, he always has some creative stuff going on. So if you want uh, creative team names based on players that you may not have seen like on you know, lists and stuff like that, follow him on Twitter for nothing else to get some creative names for your team. Yeah, go through the media and you can just see the images I like take of, of the teams. Uh, so – Round one in ESPN standard, March 14th through the 27th. And then the championship round is March 28th through April 10th. So mid-March, yeah. yeah. Yep. So Malcolm Brogdon, I'm inclined to bop him, keep him. That that was my inclination as well. Yeah. Uh, Especially Pacers no longer have Karis LeVert. They no longer have Sabonis. I think... Tyrese Halliburton is actually a benefit to Malcolm Brogdon once Brogdon comes back. Um, so, because Halliburton has this ability 
to take a he took a really bad Kings team and made them like not quite good, not quite average. Uh, like like I think Halliburton has that ability that some of the great players have had to make players better around him. Um, the Kings yeah, it's called passing could, the ball and not being stupid. Yeah, well, I mean that's part of it too. But Brogdon will benefit from that once he's back. So I would say bop him on Malcolm Brogdon. His teammate Miles Turner is on IR. Drop him or bop him. I, I don't know. Is he coming back this season? He like, was shut down through the All-Star break. There's not an update yet because the All-Star break uh, is is going to – that vacation is coming to an end soon. So, like – Boy, and there's no I'm, Sabonis, I'm, I'm, man. I'm, 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 yeah, I know. I'm inclined to say drop him. Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. John Collins, drop him or bop him. He's on IR. Kind of love John Collins, to be honest with you. Um, but he's John Collins team. is also – yeah, he's on my team. I know. Thank you. Uh, he, uh, I'm inclined to say bop him. Um, I think the Hawks are starting to they, – they really start off the season really rough. Um, they're starting to come together as a team, starting to figure it out. They're going to be a threat in the playoffs. I don't think they're going to uh, win the East or anything, but they, they're they're a team that's going to give uh, – might win a first-round series, will give whoever they play some issues. Um, and a lot of that has to do with Trey Young and then secondly, John Collins. And uh, Collins, as long as he's back and playing, I think he's an asset to any fantasy team and any real team as well. So, uh, John Collins, Bobham. There are so many players I'm looking at right now who I'm like, wait, in a salary cap league, you would never own some of these dudes. Like, you would never own Draymond Green. So, like, it's kind of irrelevant as to, like, whether you're going to keep him or – like, who's paying his salary for his production before the injury? For John Collins? No, 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 for Draymond Green. Oh, for Draymond – no, for Draymond – I mean – the thing with Draymond is if you look at his actual stats, they're, they're not that impressive, but he is a defensive juggernaut. And he's kind of – he's uh, a, a, a emotional anchor for that, for that Warriors team. He hasn't had a super stat year in quite – I think before they even added Durant to those teams. He's basically this year averaging averaging eight eight and eight with like a steal and a block yeah. and a few turnovers. Yeah, so right, but I mean you're not getting a lot like stat wise out of him. So I, I mean I don't know anybody who would have him on their team, but I'm sure somebody does in a salary cap league. I mean, you have to be in a really deep salary cap league to pay him twenty four million dollars. <sighs> yeah, no, nah, you, you, no, you drop it because he's been hurt. Um, Lonzo Ball, you drop. Yep. Uh, you pick up Ben Simmons. I mean, the answer is no. No, because I mean, you're paying him too much money. I, I, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of a scenario where you might consider it up coming up blank. Even though chances are, eh. by the time the fantasy playoffs actually start, he could be playing for the Nets. He could actually be out there on the court. You're not paying um, him. 30 something million dollars. No. Uh, same with Kyrie Irving and Kristaps Porzingis. I don't think you're picking them up either. They're on the waiver wire. No, no one's I mean, paying those salaries. 
No, Kyrie, the only way that you might is if he either gets vaccinated or they lift yeah. the mandate. Um, but neither one of those are going to happen this season. So, um, and now, and now we're getting to the part of the list where there are players who, like RJ Barrett, I think is coming back soon. I have him. Um, I would, I mean, Bob, obviously. Uh, Gordon Hayward, Norman Powell, Carmelo Anthony, like these are now just like fringe dudes. Like Brooke Lopez, like at this point, like you're, you know, you're not relying on like Joe Harris or McConnell or or Caruso or whoever. What happened to Chris Duarte? Oh, that's sad. He's on the he's on he's on IR. Oh. All right. Final one. Cameron Payne, who has been on IR for weeks, is going to be ready to go soon and is going to take over the starting point guard position for Chris Paul. Yeah, that that's a sneaky with the ad, Chris Paul it? injury. Uh, what's his What's his salary? I'm, I'm blanking on. Off. I was literally just looking it up right this second. Okay, here we go. It's because sorry, listeners, uh, I cannot memorize 400 players in the NBA in every single salary. How dare you? It's six million five hundred thousand, six point five. That's way more than um, I thought it was going to be. I thought yeah, I thought it was a little less too, yeah. but I mean, I I think you got to take a flyer on him, right? Because point guard with the ability to to distribute to uh, Devin Booker and and um, and DeAndre Ayton and, and Mikhail Bridges, like th- there's a lot of, of things to like there, right? Like he's not going to be Chris Paul. There's no way. But God. for six point five mil, that's a guy you got to take a, a at least a chance on. The way I look at it is the way my team's constructed. I can't drop anyone and add him unless the person like unless it's like a big salary for me because like right now mm-hmm. i'm riding dudes like justice Lil winslow who's making like 3.9 and he's been tearing it up and i i just like looked at him one day and i was like why are you so heavily added on the on the most added list and i was like oh justice winslow whoa you're on the portland trailblazers now and you're lighting it up so like i can't drop him because i don't even have enough cap for him and i'd have to drop someone like jeremy grant or or bam or RJ Barrett and like I just no right. maybe so you I have six million dollars laying around. I, don't know. I guess I'll do it then. All right, go for it. Right, let's see how this works out. That was the drop move, it or bop it. The move has been made. I bopped Cameron Payne. Oh. That sounds weird when I say it out loud. I know it sounds like we're trying to like do them. Like yeah, I bop him. Yeah. Yeah, this is some weird Jared and Jared shoe stuff. Uh, all right. So that was basically it for all the guys listed us out. Um, I'm now looking up some other dudes on the waiver wire who have not been added. Can I tell you how far off a cliff Rashawn Holmes has fallen? Yeah, I think we talked about him last time i believe i mean he he was he was the darling of a lot of your eyes in this this league i was a little skeptical but he was crushing it early in the season and he was a good dependable draftable guy and here are his last four games he averaged four fantasy points five fantasy points nine fantasy points and the last game he played 10 minutes and got two rebounds and miss a couple shots. 
Uh, you got to drop him. If I even hurt, I drop him. Yeesh. Uh, Nikhil Alexander Walker has basically put up zero fantasy points in the last several weeks. Yeah, it's, it's actually surprising. Um, he wasn't getting good usage in uh, in New Orleans, but I thought being rerouted through a couple of trades to Utah, Utah and taking over that Joe Ing- Joe Ingles. I always want to say Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles role uh, was kind of in the cards with that trade, and it just it hasn't happened. Like he's barely played there. Um, I mean, we'll see. Kind of maybe post All Star break, he gets a little more a little more playing time, but. Right now, it's not looking great. There was a point like a month ago where like my watch list of guys on the waiver wire was like Chris Duarte and like Chris Boucher and Jalen Green and Suggs and like Mo Bamba and Patty Mills. There was like all these dudes who were like PJ Washington's other guy, like Zubach. They were like affordable and they were like good. And I was like, they should, these guys should be on rosters. And then I'm looking at my like watch list now and I'm looking at like how like they basically all have just gotten like nothing over the last like two weeks and that the last two weeks of games, not like the last two weeks, because obviously there was a week off at the all-star break, but like, right. Just depressing to look at the waiver wire. Now I'm just like, ugh, there's no one to add. Like your team's basically your team, unless you're like trying to be really crafty and, and dodgy. Um, let me throw out another name for you. Have you been looking at Jonathan Kaminga's numbers recently? You know, I, I think he's on a roster in our league. No, he's not. He's on the waiver wire. Um, he's been playing really well, though. He's been playing well, and he's only making five point yeah. four million. And again, I can't drop anyone and pick him up because I I kind of put all my chips in the Justice Winslow basket, and he's been doing really well for me. But yeah, him and PJ Washington, like I feel like there's like like one or two other names who are on my watch list who I'm like these guys should be rostered, but they're Is he not. still available. You can add him right now. Yeah, I already did. See, I'm giving away my trade secrets because I'm out this year. I'm not winning, so I might as well just tell you all the dudes and have you upset uh, our, our I honestly, guest, Professor John. I honestly thought Kamingo was gone. I, I, I swear yeah. to God somebody had him at some point this year, and I was like, oh, he's gone. Why am I keeping That's track of all me. these good dudes on the waiver wire? I'm not even, like, going to win. Why am I Maybe doing not. this? No. For you, the listener, I'm doing it for you. I thought you were talking about me for a second. That was very nice. But okay, whatever. No. Um, all right, let's go around, uh, the standings before we uh, end this show. I'm not quite sure what things you are to ascertain. I know a lot of people look at the grid of like what teams play the most games towards the end of the season, maybe to sort of get some sort of an advantage. I I find what happens is it's like whoever's team is the hottest, just like the hockey playoffs ends up winning. Like you kind of already know if your roster is like good to go, like young, healthy dudes, teams who are kind of in the playoff hunt. Like, I mean, that stuff helps, but like. You're either one of the best teams and you just kind of luck it out or you're really savvy on like picking up guys off the waiver wire. But like, I feel like a salary cap league, you're kind of already doing stuff like that. So uh-huh. I'm not sure which more of an advantage you can get, but let's do it. The heater in first makes sense. The bulls are in second in the East. To me, that doesn't make any sense. I'm I'm blown away how well they're doing, yeah, you, and I think they're know, a first round out. When we when we talk about the Bulls, you you bring that up a lot. Yeah, DeRozan's playing at an MVP level, and they're going to get to the playoffs, DeMar, and they're going to get exposed. 
I mean, look, right now, if if the playoffs started today, they would face whoever gets the number seven seed. So let's let's ignore the play-in games right now, pretending those aren't happening. That's Toronto. Wow, it would be Brooklyn, Miami as the first round right now. Whoa. Woo. Okay. So so it'd be Toronto. You don't think Chicago takes out Toronto in a seven game series? I'm so tempted to take Toronto. But you know you'd be wrong. The way I look at it is ever since that Atlanta Hawks, like we have four all-stars, we won 60-something games, like we're the best, like why doesn't anyone respect us? And there was like no star power on that team, and they got wiped. I think like a Fred Van Vliet and Pascal Siakam plus Scotty Barnes is like a better offensive and defensive unit than DeRozan with like you didn't even even mention the guy who's been scoring the most for them lately. Zach Gary Levine. Trent been, he, Gary Trent Jr. has been out of his mind of late. And like I don't know what shape Lonzo Ball is in or Alex I I just see like Vooch and like I something about that team just is like it's just it's fool's gold. Um the Sixers are in third. I think they should be winning more. They should. Be I higher. guarantee you. I guarantee you right MVP. now. As long as they have Booch and DeRozan, the Bulls get through at least the first round. I might take. All right, let me get let me get through some of these standings, and then we'll, we'll get back to that. Okay. All, All right. right. So the Sixers okay. should be higher because they have Harden now, and they have the MVP Embiid. Uh, Cavaliers are at four. That's another team that I would take to be a first round exit because they're just too young uh, and they're not deep enough. Not that you need depth, but just like, I don't know. Like they're missing, they're missing Rubio. They're missing Sexton. They're missing um, marketing. Uh, I feel like there's another dude or two who they're missing. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. The bucks are at five. To me, that's like laughable because they actually have more wins than the two teams I just mentioned but they have one more loss. Uh, they'll they'll I, I, kind I of float up. The, the, yeah, the Bucks are going in at worst as the three seed. That's the worst case yeah. for them. Unless yeah, Giannis fine. gets hurt, which I, I don't think he will. I mean, that's the only way they don't finish at the three seed. The Celtics are at six, and I love all these stories about, like, their win streak, and they're coming back, and they're figuring it out, and I always thought they were, like, doing really well in the standings, and I look, and they're sixth, and then, like, the Raptors are at seven, and, like, everyone thought the Raptors were, like, roadkill, like, just, like, dead on the side of the road. Um, Brooklyn at eight is hilarious. Schadenfreude, I love it because I'm a Knicks fan. I don't salty. The Hornets <laughs> and Hawks have too much good talent to be at nine and ten. Yeah, and then yeah. we're just going to yeah. write off the rest of the teams in the East because they're all bad. Yeah. I, here's the thing though: is if let's let's just complete you know what if here, Trey Young gets hurt, all of a sudden Washington can get into that ten spot and it get in the play-in matter. game and. And it's yeah, you're right. Yeah, it won't matter. Doesn't matter. But all right, if the standings get shuffled, let's just say Bulls Bucks. I'm taking the Bucks. If it's Bulls Celtics, I'm taking the Celtics. If it's Bulls Raptors, I might take the Raptors. And if it's Bulls Nets, I'm taking the Nets. It would have to be like Bulls Hornets or Bulls Hawks, and even then, I would think twice. Yeah, but that's because you're already predispositioned to be against the Bulls. You've been talking them down all season. They're good. 
They're a good team. And I've seen DeMar DeRozan I, play I, in the I, playoffs. You haven't seen this version. DeMar DeRozan is a different player. We'll, we'll get to the playoffs. They don't You'll have see. Patrick Williams. Levine's banged up. He's got one foot out the door. I, I'm trying to make the case that, like, they are not nearly as good. Like, they should not be the number one seed. Like, I'm just, like, I'm so just, like, get, get out of here. Like, all those free agent moves worked. Like, who is their starting five coming up this week when they're, like, playing an actual game? Like, who are, who are the people they're putting on the court? I mean, yeah. it's not Lonzo. Or not Levine. Uh, DeRozan. Okay. Uh, hang on, let me pull that up real quick just to make sure I'm... I'm Give me their roster because I, like, I feel like their roster, like, this week is, like, going to be the roster they're basically going to have to go into the first round with. Well, okay, so DeRozan and Vucevic, they've been starting. Yeah. Um, they've been getting some good minutes from Kobe White off the bench. Uh, this guy, I like who I didn't even know existed until... Oh, A.O.? A.O., A.O., yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's been playing very well for them, starting cool. in the point guard role. Love it. Rookie. Um, Great. Yeah. I just can't see them Let winning me, a first round. I can't do it. I can't do it. I, I know I know I know you don't. I know you don't. And that's okay. That's okay. It's okay hater. to be delusional from time to time. You know what's um, funny? Thing, is that I'm going to Chicago for my birthday with my girlfriend on like a, a vacation trip, like a Ferris Bueller's Day Out trip. And I'm talking so much trash. I don't want someone on the streets to be like, hey, Russo. I'm not telling you. I don't want to get beat up. I just want to see if there's gonna be a game. I think there's going to be a game against the Cavaliers. We looked into like going for a home game and we oh, were so like, March. Okay. but I've already seen the Cavaliers play at MSG. I went to that game where rookie Freebo lit us up. So I was like, I don't want to see the Cavs twice. I'm good. Is it the same game he got hurt in? No. He got hurt later on. Yeah. All right. Well, I think uh, we're going to disagree on the Bulls. I think there are. Here's what's going to happen. The Bulls are going to have to rely on DeRozan and Levine. And then Vucevic is going to have to stop one of the following big men. Bam, Embiid, Jarrett Allen slash Evan Mobley, Giannis. Like, nah. Like, you're not, no. They're going to just, they're going to eat them alive. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Let's get to the West. Uh, in which there are three good teams and mostly junk. <laughs> That's I'm surprised because, like, I don't know why in my head I was like, the West is deep. Because the and West has I been deep for 20 it. plus years. Yeah, and now you're you're 100% right. It is kind of three top. I would say four top. I think a healthy Utah is in that group. I mean, if you say a healthy and then insert the name of a team, I'd be like, yeah, sure, a healthy blank. But, like, we're getting to, the, like, the part of the season where it's like, you you don't got a lot of time left, my dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this is, like, the, right, the home start, stretch. Start yeah, Suns are at one. They don't have Chris Paul. It doesn't matter. They're fine. Even Yeah, even without Chris Paul, they're still going to put up a shit ton or a, a ton of – oh, well. I put up a ton of points. They're still going to be good without them. Um, and they're they have a six and a half game lead on that number one spot. I think that's pretty yeah. much yeah locked. Uh, Warriors are two. Yawn. They're amazing. Draymond will come back whenever they feel like it. They they're fine. Uh, Grizzlies, those overachievers. This is the part of the podcast yeah. that the listeners last week, if they got to the end, like 
Justin, uh, our guest, was talking about like what happens if the Grizzlies go to the finals. And in my head, I was like, there's no way they can what? And I was like thinking about it and I was like, what what stunt could I pull off um if that actually happens? I'll drag to Memphis and go to a finals game. I'll tell you that right now. Wow. It's only like a five hour drive for me. It's not that far. Great and grind. Oh yeah, I guess for you it's yeah. Um the jazz are have never been good enough to win and will never be good enough to win. <laughs> I hope they realize that. Um they're in like a slightly better position than than the Mavericks because they have like they have like a dude in Donovan Mitchell slash Luca who you're like, I believe in that guy. Who did you put around him? And then you look and it's just like that's what you put around him. Yeah. Um sorry to those fans, but not yet. Uh Nuggets have one of the greatest success stories in the history of sports, a second round player becoming an almost two-time MVP. He might win it again this year. But um, the fact that they're hanging around six is pretty impressive. But, nah. Is Jamal Murray, uh, is he completely out for the year? I think so. I don't think, I don't think he's, he's coming back. There's no, there's no chance to come back. No, because no, I don't think they're going to rush him because he's too young. Like, same with Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, they, yeah. At a certain point, they just threw up their hands, and they're like, I guess we're just going to have to waste a year of, of uh, Jokic's prime which is funny because everyone made a, a big hissy fit, including me about wasting a year of Embiid's prime, but at least they got James Harden out of it. Um, right. I am. My eyes singed off every time I see that the Timberwolves are in the playoffs. Cause like they've been underachievers for so long. Cause cat can't play defense. And they also put a crap team around him. And the fact that Anthony Edwards is like a good number one big, um, that blows my mind. And same with the Clippers. Like the Clippers literally don't have their like two best players and they got rid of some dudes and like Ty Lue like has whipped them into shape, which is crazy to think that yeah. they're above the Lakers. Yeah. Yes, it is. God, what a train wreck. That I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping and holding out for either the, the Clippers or the Lakers to somehow it's highly unlikely, super unlikely. But for one of them to make the second round of the playoffs, because I'll be in LA in in uh, early May, and I would love to go to a That's game and, and, and at, at the old Staples Center. It's not going to happen, it's but I just happen. if it does happen, I'm going to go to a game. I think we might be looking at a case where it's. I think I said this months ago. Yawn, wake me up when it's Phoenix, Golden State, Western Conference Finals. I said that a while ago, and I still kind of think that. Ooh. I still think Memphis can find a way in. Memphis is Memphis is crazy good. They would have to have an injury break their way of like Draymond is still out or like Chris Paul still out. Uh, I don't I don't know, man. It could happen. I think, I think I'm not saying that the, the odds are low. It. The odds are pretty good that like something happens and then but I just, I the Grizzlies, every time I watch them, they're just it feels like they're world beaters. Okay, there are two teams who were really young and really good who got to the finals before they were supposed to, and you and and people thought they're going to be back a lot. And it was the so Orlando OKC. Magic with Penny and Shaq, oh, no. and it was the OKC Thunder with Harden, Serge Ibaka, Westbrook when he was good, and Durant. And then everyone back. Are the Grizzlies that good? As good as those two teams? I don't think they are because I don't think Ja has another no. guy who's on that level. 
No, I, I, didn't, I didn't say they were as good as those teams, but given what there is right now, I feel like they can, you know, they can take Phoenix or Golden State in a seven-game series. I feel like they can. It would be a seven-game – it would literally be a seven-game series. There would not be Memphis winning in five or six. It would take seven games, but they yeah. can do it. Man. I'm so interested to see, like, what happens when the game slows down and they end, like – I mean, Phoenix and Golden State have been doing this for so long. Like, there's so many bets on those on, on those teams. Like, they know what they're doing in a way that it's like, do I trust Shaw's teammates and that coaching staff to, like, shore up their weaknesses and, like, not get, like, like – oh, hey, like, we're going to pick on Baines this game or, like, oh, we're going to, like, ruin Jaron Jackson Jr.'s life or, like, yeah, sure, Dylan Brooks beat us. Like, I'm not going to say that they're, like, going to get upset at some point. Like, they'll, I just feel like they're going to get matched up against one of of those two top teams. As long as the Suns and the Warriors are healthy, I feel like it's, like, not quite their year. But they're such a good story. Yeah, and... I think John Morant likes Memphis, so I don't think it's a situation where he's going to be leaving anytime soon. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Trailblazers in 10th, LOL, at them playing off the back of Justice Winslow and Anthony Simons, um, who are still okay, doing better than the Spurs with all-star and- DeJounte Murray. Anthony Simons, first off, has been given the opportunity and is seizing it. He doesn't have anybody else on the team. But he is. But DeJounte Murray is an all star, and the Spurs can't like climb above them. Like that to me is pathetic. Well, yeah. What I'm saying is Anthony Simons next season, because some, if you're in a salary cap league, he's already taken. There's no, nobody (laughs) has left him on the waivers. But the moment Damian Lillard leaves Portland, every article about next season to be draft Anthony Simons. He's the hottest guy. Yeah, 100%. Um, the Pelicans and the Kings getting Sabonis and, and McCollum to push for that playoff spot. Like, I would like to see them do it because, like, I don't, I don't need to see the Clippers, the Lakers, or the Trailblazers like in a playing game. I don't. It'd be fun to see the Pelicans and the Kings in there, but they're the two dumbest franchises in the league, so they won't. Um, and then the Thunder's and, and the Rocket, they're they're just trying to get that Chet kid right. And then it's going number one, Chet. Hold on, let me check Tank. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it's, it's changed. It's changed. It's now maybe that Jabari Smith. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't memorized Auburn? the names of the players yet. Hold on. Uh, and he's from Simba. Auburn, right? Jabari Smith. <sighs> okay. You can tell you can tell. Jabari everybody Smith. Everybody listening is like it's like these two guys Atlanta. know they're college basketball. Mm-hmm. All I know from college basketball right now is Jawan Howard punched a guy and is out for the rest of the regular season. Good for him. Uh, Jabari Smith, power forward from Auburn, is number one on Tankathon's mock draft. Chet Holmgren, the center from Gonzaga, is number two. Paulo Paulo, number three. Paulo Banchero, power forward from Duke, is number three. I've heard of those three gentlemen. Jaden Ivey, shooting guard from Purdue, is four. Oh, maybe that's why Purdue's so good this year. Okay. Um. I almost read that as Sharon Sharp, but his name is Shaden Sharp. He's <laughs> I a do shooting recall that because I also did the exact same thing. I was like, oh, man, Shannon yeah. Sharp is in a, in the, coming back to the league? A different league? Johnny Davis, shooting guard from Wisconsin, is six. Oh, that's why Wisconsin's good. That's making more sense now. 
Uh, AJ Griffin, small forward from Duke. Keegan Murray, power forward from Iowa. Hey, they got the Knicks taking Ty Ty Washington, point guard from Kentucky. That would be good. I would like that. Wait, where where they have the magic if they have them taking? Well, do you want me to sim the lottery again? Because they just kind of shuffled the teams around. Yeah, just just sim it real quick. Do it. Go for okay, it. I simmed it, and the magic went from one to two, and the Knicks stayed at oh, they went to ten, but they still take Ty Ty. That's interesting. I guess they have certain players tied to certain teams. I just keep hitting this button over and over again. There's a lot of players named Jalen or Jaden uh, in this draft. Kind of like two Jalen's in the top five this year. Yeah. Interesting. Um, let me keep simming it until the Knicks get the number one pick. So we're going to be here all night. Oh, oh this one, the, the, the Knicks went to two. But then they take Chet Holmgren. What? No. Hmm. I won't ever stop the, the, the crusade to get the Knicks a starting point guard, which we haven't had since Starks choked away several important playoff games for us. Um, I think it's time to end the podcast. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. All right. Follow us on Twitter at Jared Russo and at Jared Ross King. If you have any comments, questions, concerns, we will read it verbatim on air. Uh, we typically record Sunday nights and post Monday. Obviously there was like all-star break and a holiday. Um, we'll try to maintain that schedule through the rest of the regular season. Uh, and then maybe we'll dabble over the summer. I think plans are for salary cap leagues. It's hard enough coming up with topics and there's probably not, I mean, we're all just going to be watching like the real playoffs. So, um, yeah. So thank you for listening and subscribing. If you got this far, check us out on sports ethos. I almost called them hoop ball which is a cooler and better name, but now they're doing other sports. So what are you going to do? And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Chet home. Would you get a Chet Holmgren jersey if he goes to? I have vowed would you, only would you, in very you certain Chet? circumstances to buy another Knicks jersey. The last Knicks jersey I bought was Carmelo because he was on the team for a very long time. He was our best player. He was an all-star, and I knew he wasn't leaving. You have to be a guy who's saying, really good on I, the team. I, I know wanna, you're going to be on the team for years, and I can buy your jersey. I, I, I want to go to – I will come to New York and go to a game with you if I just hear you yell, Chet, 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 Chet. And I'll just keep laughing because I think that would be hilarious to hear. Chet, Chet, Chet.